on tonight's show. We have artist, content creator, and van lifer, Narby Barbie. And now for your host, Cool Car. Welcome everybody to episode 84 of the Kicking It With Cool Car show. I am your host, Cool Car. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. I have some phenomenal guests that come on here, man, and I can't do it without you guys, and I do it for you. You know that. Trying to bring you value each and every time I come on here. I hope that somebody can take something away and go do something great with themselves in life. Um, It's a lot of information out there that's being withheld from people, so this is why I do this. And some people just don't know what they need to know. So hopefully I can bring somebody on that can help you along your journey, take something, put in your tool belt, and go and be great. And if there is anyone or anyone in a profession or any profession that you want me to tackle, please leave it in the comments. Um, You can hit me, DM me on Instagram, cool card. You see it in the lower third right there. Yeah, send me suggestions if you want to learn something, if you want to know more about something and you want to hear it from someone who's actually doing it, hit me up. I'll be more than happy to reach out, man. I'm telling you, I'll be out there just finding people. So yeah, tonight is nothing far from that. I found this woman, this young woman uh, doing great things and doing like some... I'm just like, this is all new to me. This is all new to me with what she's doing. But um, yeah, her name is Narvi Barbie. She's a van lifer. She's an artist. She's a content creator. She is a pig owner. She has a pet pig. Now I am familiar with pet pigs, but I've never known someone who's had a pet pig and hopefully we'll get to meet the pet pig, uh, Pumba Sunflower, <laughs> tonight on the show, hopefully. Um, but yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. Uh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Episode 84, we're growing, we're building. I just want to thank everybody that tunes in each and every week. And if you catch it on the replay, that's cool too, man. Just share it. Um, Anyone who is a first-time watcher, a first-time viewer, I invite you to subscribe so I can continue bringing this to you like how I like to do it. All right? But yeah, man, without further ado, Narvi Barbie, let's get it in. Let's have a good conversation, y'all, and let's get to know her tonight. Uh, I'm going to bring her in with a cool little intro and then we'll get to talk with her. Let's get it, y'all. Yes, yes. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Narvi Barbie, to the show. Oh, I think she... Oh, well, hold on. I think uh, we got disconnected. Let's see if we can get her back on the line. Let's get her back on the line, get this show going. I don't know what happened, y'all, but we're going to get it together. Don't even worry about it. You know how we do it around here. Get her coming right... We're going to get her on the show. We're going to... 
popping, y'all. Hopefully, hopefully we can meet Pumba tonight. Oh, there she goes. Let's get her back. Let's get her back. Can you see me? Darby, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened, but hey, we back. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can yes. you see me good? I can see you perfectly fine. Yes. Everything looks good. Everything looks great. Thank you. Thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt, man. Hey, listen, I saw your, your feed on Instagram. Saw that you what you're doing. It is very unique in a sense. Uh, I know there's a whole culture out there of what you are doing. I had no idea. Like, it blew my mind. The first time that I saw a van lifer, and for everybody, a van lifer is someone who travels in their van. There's people that actually live in their vans, and they just travel state to state. And it's not that they're homeless. This is something that it's a choice. It's a choice. And they have their businesses. They have their, their entrepreneurs. Some have nine to fives, but they still get out there and adventure and explore the United States, the world, and all that. But... For you, like when I first saw you, I said, man, you got unique style. It's just something unique about you and you're doing something unique. Like, listen, man. And and, and you're from, you're from Alabama, right? Yes. You're from uh, Alabama. Alabama originally. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Auburn, went to Auburn University. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got a degree, you got an MBA. Like, you don't have an MBA yet. You have an I, MBA, I, but you're working on it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> You're working on it, but it's all good. You went to college. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but so listen, you're, you're from a small town, Alabama, myself. I'm from Mississippi. I'm from Wayland, Mississippi. So I'm from a small town. So I, I, I can I can relate from where you come okay. from down in the south. And then you headed west for the mountains. Yes. I myself, I headed west for the mountains. I used to live out in Texas. I used to live out in California. And oh. I, I used to live out in Vegas. I love the mountains. Like, I love waking up, seeing that yeah. mountain range. Like, it's just no other feeling. Why did you choose to leave the South and want to go out there? Well, um, I used to go out to California every summer. Um, that's where my dad's from. Mm -hmm. And I grew up, you know, just going as a kid. And I knew then that I wanted to move out West. I okay. thought I wanted to California but when I went to visit Colorado for the first time I fell in love with Denver that's where I initially was staying was Denver okay and I enjoyed the nightlife I enjoyed you know all the people I met and I was uh, I was working a job where I could relocate anywhere in the United States except for um, a couple of states okay and I, I was already, um, so I was doing adjusting, insurance adjusting, okay. where I would go to people's homes and I would climb uh, ladders and get on their roofs <laughs> and uh, okay. uh, you know, check for storm damage. And um, I packed up my truck and I, t I told my mom at the time I was actually going on a road trip because she didn't want me to move anywhere. Oh, wow. And um, I packed up my pickup truck and I drove out there. I uh, lived in Colorado for um, a solid, like, seven, eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. So you finessed your mother, dipped out. <laughs> yeah. I and, and headed for the hills. <laughs> 
No, but that's cool. Glad I did. I mean, my life. Yeah. Just, I mean, I I wouldn't have developed in the way that I did if I if I would have stayed. Listen, Um, listen. A lot of people might not understand what you mean when you say that, but coming from Waveland, Mississippi, I understand wholeheartedly what you mean. And don't get me wrong, my people, they love it there. There's some, you know what I mean. Some of my people, they love it there. I've always been a city-minded kid, you know, and my dad was in the military and I moved around, you know, and I stayed in Mississippi some, you know, for some time as well. Um, And then I moved back. My mother passed away. I moved back, lived out there for a couple more years. Like, I get it. But there's some people that love it. They love that hometown feel. Everybody knows each other. It's small, you know, family. Cool. But it ain't for me. I I could not have grown to, to who I am. I could not have spread my wings and done the things that I've done had I just sat planted there. So I get it. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's all about what you want. Very true. It is about what you want out of life. And like you said, some people, maybe that's what they want is a small town and to, um, you know, have a, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a simple life. I feel like I'm kind of living a simple life. You, you, you simplified your life. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yes. saying. You've simplified your life by by doing what you're doing. Yes, but I I do have to say I'm a part time van lifer at the moment okay. um, because I'm not living out of it full time. Right. I I have lived out of it full time. I actually did when it wasn't even completely built out. It was partially built out. So I was I guess you could say kind of roughing it. Okay. And. I feel like you just, you really learn a lot about yourself and life when you just put yourself in situations like that. I mean, you learn how to appreciate everything and and not take things for granted because, I mean, I slept in that van with Pumbaa, actually. We slept in there one time in like 14 degree weather because we were traveling and wrapped ourselves. Like I put the sleeping bags all around us and yeah, yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> do what you got to do. And yeah. And it's an experience. Like yeah. that's the experience that you will never, ever forget. And it builds right. you up, man. And it just, it does something to you, you know, and actually, and looking back on it, those times were fun. You know what I mean? Right. I was probably miserable when I was freezing, but like you said, it, it, it builds you up. It builds you up. Yeah. I mean, you look back on it and you'd be like, man, I don't want to do that again, but you know, it's like, it just builds some character, you know, and then you know how to survive. That's the main thing. It's like you should, I don't, I don't want to say inconvenience yourself, but I think the people should step out and put themselves in uncomfortable situations to grow also to just figure out how to survive in life without just say, I got to, I got to rest on a nine to five. I got to rely on this nine to five. There's no other way that I can do it because I've been there. I was working a nine to five and you know, when you got family kids, whatever, you know, bills, it's scary sometimes. It's like, man, I want to step away, but can I sustain? You know what I mean? But sometimes, man, like, like Steve Harvey says, you got to take that leap of faith. You got to jump and them wings are going to spread and then you figure it out. And And what's crazy about that whole analogy of jumping and flying, when you do that, you get that bird's eye view of everything and you just kind of figure it out like okay this is what i gotta do this is what i gotta do this is what i need i gotta provide this and it's like you got a bird's eye view 
to just basically be like, okay, let me move this chest piece here. Let me move this here. I'll make this right there. Set that right there to make this work. Like that's how it is. And you figure it out and you, it's scary at first and it's very uncomfortable, right. but you figure it out and you get it. And now I'm in a place, I don't know about you, but I'm in a place where I utilize nine to fives to get to an, another step in life. I know that's not my end goal. I know that's not my end point. And I know I don't want to be there, but I utilize it to get to another place, right? And I never, I never will ever have a fear of somebody saying, hey, we're going to have to let you go. You know why? Because I've been there where I didn't have someone to tell me that and I had it figured out. So if I got to resort back to that, I know how to survive. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. Yeah, man. I, I even told my, I told a manager that I was like, I have no fear of being let go. You know, I, I'm not saying I want you to because this is part of my plan, but I have no fear of that because like I figured it out. But it takes well, you. Also, go ahead. Right. Well, I was gonna say um, a big thing about fear is, um, well, I didn't know you lost your mom because I I just lost my mom uh, last year. That's oh, what man. got me. Yeah, that's what got me back into the South. And um, last year completely changed my life. I know it probably changed everyone's life, but I mean, I, my mom, you know, died suddenly. And uh, uh, yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah. So, so I honestly had no idea that anything else was going on in the world for, I, you know, a long time. And, right. Uh, I remember the day she, um, she passed, I said to my uncle, I said, my biggest fear or my only fear was losing my mom. That was like the only fear I ever had was like my mom dying. Yeah. And he said to me, you know, well, you know what they say on the other side of your fears is everything, you know, you want, or you could have ever dreamed of. So basically, you know, when you remove fear, you're able to achieve yeah. your goal. You're able to, um, you know, like, like you said, you know, you don't have the fear of losing the job. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't fear like things that I guess a lot of people fear because yeah. of the fact that, you know, I went through losing my mom, which I honestly thought, I would not have handled the way that I've handled it. Yeah. And um, I, mean, I think about her every day. It's not easy. Oh, um, heck yeah. But I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still here living. I tell people all the time, man, like it, it's, it's never easy. And, you know, as the years go by, you'll get, you'll get, it'll get easier, but you'll never get used to it. You know what I mean? Like you'll never get used to your mother being, not being here, but it will get easier. Trust me. I lost my mom when I was nine years old. So yeah, it gets easier. And I have my brother to tell me the stories and tell me the memories because I was so young, man. Like I don't remember, I don't remember a lot of it. You know what I mean? Like I know my mom, I remember my mom, of course, but like moments, like the special moments and little things here and there, like I have to have my brother like jog my memory because man, it's so far gone. It's not that I don't think about it. I don't want to remember it. But like I said, it gets easier with time sometimes time time will fade certain things man it's like no i don't want it to fade so i just gotta stay connected with me and my brother telling me the stories and stuff like that but but you still never get used to your mother not being here like i i wake up some nights and you know i she's just on my mind um like 
I don't know how how this will sit with you or other people, but I believe in spirits. I believe in the afterlife. I've seen my mother, you know, I've seen my mother. I've seen my mother, you know what I mean? Like, and, and it was her, like it's, it's several times, like I was sleeping and I'm laying in my bed and my eyes, it's like, I thought I was dreaming, right? And I see like sunlight coming through the window, the window blinds, but they're closed, but you know how it looks in the morning. It's like slightly coming through so you can kind of see it around the room a little bit. And there was a chair that was pulled out facing me. My mother was sitting right there and I thought I was dreaming. And then as I'm sitting there just looking, I'm realizing, no, I'm awake. I'm not dreaming. You know what I'm saying? And then there was another time, you know, yeah. at my aunt's house. I went to go live with my aunt after my mother passed away. Um, I ain't trying to get too long-winded about it, but I went to go live with my mother, well, um, my aunt back in Mississippi when my mother passed away. And I, I come down her um, her front porch and it's at night and I look over at her gate. It's like a, like a chicken wire gate or something right there. And my mother was like standing right there. And I was like, man... And I always thought like, man, I would just like bolt out and start running. You know what I mean? But I didn't yeah. walk. I didn't walk to her. <laughs> I didn't walk to her, but I just sat there looking and I was like, man, all right. And I just kind of, you know, walked on, said, you know, said my piece or whatever. Uh, it's right. Certain things. But anyway. Yeah, man. You, uh, I've you heard that that will happen, um, you know, and I do believe that. I, I mean, I, I definitely know that there's something because of you know after her passing a lot has happened so um but i'm glad that we're both moving forward (laughs) because i feel like my mom that was one of her favorite things to say she would she would say you know life is for the living and she loved the fact that i you know got the van and at first she was weary but once i started traveling and she just, she was enamored. So. Yeah, yeah. You were yeah. living life, living free, man. You got a free spirit about you for sure. You definitely, you, <laughs> you definitely have Cali vibes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you got the brown tippy thing. You got the hippie thing going on. The the whole free spirited, like. But it's good though. It's great energy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Thank you. On that note, let's let's give it up to God. I gotta say, I gotta start my show with the prayer. I know we got okay. deep into it a little bit, but I think it's I think it's appropriate right now. <laughs> All right, cool. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just pray and ask that you just continue blessing us, blessing our lives, loving us and lifting us up. We just give you all the glory, all the victory, all the love, all the praise. We thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for waking us up every day. We thank you for just granting us life, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We pray and ask you continue granting us life and blessing us and loving us and lifting us up, shining a light down on us, just seeing us through it all. Praying and ask Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, you just give Narvi the strength to continue on. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, dealing with the loss of her mother, Lord Jesus, just allow her to rest on you and give her that strength and allow her to celebrate her mother's life, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and live in your light. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for being able to uh, come together tonight, Heavenly Father, Jesus, and have this great conversation, Heavenly Father. We just we just give it all up to you for everything, for any and all things that you do, that you've done, that you are doing and will do, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, indeed. Thank you for praying for me. That oh, was so sweet. For thank sure, you. for sure, for sure. That's what it's about, girl. That's yes. what it's about. You got to lift each other up, man. Gotta lift Absolutely. Each other. Yes. Now, you were talking about your van. You were sleeping in it, living in it before it was even done. I got a little, cl- I got a clip when you were actually there when the guy was kind of putting it together so i want to show everybody what we're talking okay. about because we want to get more in depth about this van life because i know we're only scratching the surface but let me show everybody what we're talking about real okay. quick all right we'll be right back okay 
Very cool. Look, Pumba. Love it. It's kind of like a little seat here. Oh yeah, that looks great. Yo, that's super cool, man. That's super cool. Yes. How long did it take for him to kind of, you know, revamp the whole thing, to gut it? So it was a, it was a process. Um, when I got the van, so I got it in Texas, um, because it was less expensive to get it there than Colorado or California. And, um, it was, you know, a used van. Um, and my ex and I were building it out together. I mean, he was mainly doing the work, but we were going to have it built out, you know, by ourselves. And we broke up. Um, the van was in my name. So, I got the van and I thought I was going to build it out. And then I realized, you know, that's probably just not going to work. Um, so it took about two years before I was able to actually pay someone to build it out. And because of COVID, they had it for, man, at least six months. Oh. They had it. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to take like two or three and it took them like double the time. And, but I finally got it. So, um, and it's got an oven, a stove, uh, refrigerator, air conditioner. I'm so glad I got the air conditioner because of the humidity in the South. Yeah. Cause out West, I didn't have to really worry about the AC, Okay. but it's, it's rough. Okay. This is Brecken. He's saying hello. <laughs> So, and so now, so you did say you moved back south because after Pat Mustard, so you're back in Alabama. Yep, um, working with um, I have a sister. It's like a state, you know, stuff. So okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, we're gonna move on from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna move on from that, but yeah. So okay, so I was saying at the top of the show though, I was completely oblivious to van life like yes. it's a whole culture a whole thing like how did you get involved in it H- how did you learn about it and what made you want to just do it and get out there and, and have you connected with any other van lifers oh yeah absolutely um so when i was working for all state as a, a it was a catastrophe adjuster okay i was I would go to my claims and I, you know, you meet different adjusters and I met this couple, they were traveling around in a van and this was, this was like seven years ago, probably. And, um, they were traveling in a van together. They worked together. They were so cute. They were so happy. They were, they were older and they had been doing this a while. And, you know, I I feel like you kind of think like this too, based on what we've talked about. When you see someone that's like, happy and successful it's probably a good idea to do what they're doing you know <laughs> right so, um i was like man i want i want that you know yeah and it took me like seven years but i got there you know like right. but i was like i want that i was like you know when i got mr sunflower i was going 50 through. 60 to get an rv right i just 
I just don't want to wait. I want to get a van. And, you know, I looked at smaller vans, vans that I couldn't stand in. Like, I just, I just wanted to get something. And, uh, you know, eventually it came to fruition. You know, it was a dream and it came, it became real. I wanted it so bad that it worked. And, um, I didn't, I didn't know that I would end up where I am today uh, by any means, but I guess, you know, just, I don't know when you, when you do want something and you, you intentionally, um, put your energy towards it. Um, I think you can, you know, get whatever you want and you just have to block out negative influences. So, um, so, so this couple, they were, they were adjusters as well. And they lived in their van and they would just go to the site. Together. Yep. And they traveled wow. together. Yep. Wow. So that was just amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, question you asked me, I don't know if I missed. Oh, it. um, I was, I asked you if you it, like the whole community of van lifers, like, have you met other van lifers? Do you guys come together? Are there, you know what I mean? Like, are there gatherings? You guys come together? Do you network? Like, how does that work? Yes. So I was actually, and I hate I didn't get to do it, but uh, this past year I was actually invited to um, to be like a host or to present, like a presenter at uh, a van festival. Oh, so, wow. It, it, yeah, it was called uh, Van Fest USA. So, I mean, it is a growing, growing, growing community. Um, you've got van lifers. You have people that are building out school buses. I don't know if you've seen that. No, I've not seen that. You need to check it out. I mean, these are massive. They look, they're, they're, you know, way bigger than doing right. a van. Um, but yeah, you meet people along the way. Um, you know, you pull up and you're in your van and you see somebody <laughs> with a van and you guys start talking and, um, I mean, it's like every beach I go to, it usually happens. And wow. also having Pumba, they're like, what's <laughs> going on here? You know, hey. <laughs> I mean, I'm up in a van and then I get out and I got a pig. Got a so. pig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely a yeah. conversation starter. So, yeah. I, and you know why I really enjoy him is because you can just kind of make a noise, but it takes the he takes the attention off of me which i really do like you know what i mean like if someone meets me they're not going to ask me like about me they're usually just going to ask about pumba which right. i love that like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a break from the norm that's for sure because anytime you meet somebody it's 20 questions you know what i mean yeah so it's 20 questions about pumba <laughs> <laughs> You know, how old is he? How big is he going to get? Where did you get him? I mean, it's like the same question. So I'm thinking about typing them up and like <laughs> having ready for everyone. Hey, here, here's so. a tear sheet. Just read, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so when did, when did Puma come along? Did And what, why, why did Puma come along? So Puma will be too um this september september 13th and i got uh in 2019 my mom was still alive and um basically so when i was in my early 20s i dated someone who i felt like kind of reminded me of kermit the frog (laughs) because of because of like his demeanor and everything like that you know and I got called Miss Piggy, I guess. And so oh, it wow. was 
Yeah, because of how Miss Piggy is. Yeah. And I'm not like that anymore. Like, well, I take that back. I just played a virtual reality game and I kind of looked like Miss Piggy. Like, I was losing it. But, (laughs) so I kind of, like, identify, like, with Miss Piggy. And so I was doing research about having a pet pig. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like something I could do. And with the van. I mean, it could have been risky if he, you know, would have grown to, I guess, 400 pounds if he wasn't really a because he's a he's a potbelly pig and you never know if it's really a potbelly pig i mean he could have been a farm pig right yeah but i got lucky and this lady she said she had a house fire he needed a home i had been talking with her and i went and got him uh in tennessee i went and got him wow so Mm potbelly pigs they kind of stay like they're kind of like the miniature versions of Um, of a pig is so Pumbaa is almost two and from what I've learned about pigs is that or, or the, his breed he can grow until he's about I think three to five years old but the weight that he was when he turned one mm-hmm. they say you really just take that and double it and that would be probably so he was uh-huh. like four he was like 40 pounds right when he was one so he could okay. get about 80 oh okay so yeah it's like having a, a, a Rottweiler Pretty, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a dog. Yeah. You, you want to see him? See if people can see him. <laughs> but let me put a uh, put your cameo shot on. Let me see. Uh, there he oh, goes. There Look at him. <laughs> the infamous Puma. <laughs> Trying to get him something to eat. Go ahead and feed him. <laughs> eat a little snack. He over there. So. Taking, he's over there taking a nap, huh? He sleeps <laughs> like. At least he tries to sleep at like twelve hours. He loves to sleep. Oh, that's cool, so. man. I, I I love their personalities. They're just like dogs, man. They're just like dogs. So the first time I saw somebody that had a pet, you know, a pet pig, I'm like, wow, it, like their personalities are just like dogs. Like where did you, so you met somebody with one? Uh, no, I saw videos of people with one. Like, but I had never known it was a thing for someone to have a pig. But every time that I saw somebody that had a pig, you know, the videos, like the pig was just like full of life and very smart. And, you know, you could talk to them, you could tell them things and they'll, you know, they'll come here, they'll go there, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a dog. Right. And it's just like, they, you know, so much love they have. You know what I mean? They're actually uh, smarter than dogs. I don't wow. know if you knew that. Wow. Yeah. Man. I uh, can believe it, though. I can believe it, man. Just watching them, you know, just watching the videos yeah. of them and stuff like that. Like, yeah. A pig, um, their um, intelligence is equivalent to a three-year-old human. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool, though. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. I never thought about having a pig, but that that is cool as hell. I've always had dogs. I mean, you know, but but that's like that's the closest thing I can relate it to because it's like... So I like when people when people think and hear pig, they don't think of Pumbaa. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like running around playing. Like everybody thinks pig is to think bacon. They want to eat or whatever that type of stuff. But you know what I mean? Like for real. But once but once you're educated on them and you see them and how how friendly they are, and full of life and loving, like you be like, wow, a whole new world. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. 
absolutely. Yeah, no, he's he's so cool. I I love his personality and um I, I don't eat bacon or anything like that, but I actually had stopped eating um I, I do eat fish, but um I actually had stopped eating, you know, pork and, and all of that prior to getting him. Right. I did. I did used to love eating bacon. I mean, I, it was really good at one time to me, for sure. I ain't gonna lie. I still tear it up, man. All right, Pumba, but you know, I won't eat Pumba, but close your ears, <laughs> close your ears. <laughs> right? Close your ears from that. No, yeah, I won't eat Pumba, but yeah, that that bacon. I like bacon on my salad. Everything. Don't be saying that cuss word around him. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> If you uh, ever thought about getting a pig, well, maybe we can convince you tonight that the pig is the play. The pig is what you want to do. All right. Very smart. Oh, so much, so much life, so much character, man. Oh, my God. So listen, talking about character, he has a personality, a mind of his own. I heard that Pumbaa is going to land on television. And I'm pretty sure you can't talk a lot about it, but can you tell us a little something? So I had to sign a contract (laughs) and basically, you know, so the reasoning for that a lot of times, because it is a, it's a new show. Um, they just want to, I mean, it's, it's happening pretty fast. Like, like it's supposed to air, um, they, they're shooting for like September, October. And have you filmed it? No. So, um, I think they want to wait until they just don't want to get pulled by the net, like any, you know, network or anything. Yeah. But, um, it, it's a only thing I can say. I mean, it's a major network. Let's just okay. put it that way. Cool. And how did you get discovered from your feed, from your Instagram feed or? Yep. Um, I received a message and it was actually last year, okay. um, from two different recruiters and like talent recruiters Mm -hmm. and um you know you you get a lot of messages and you kind of gotta just weed them out because some are trash yeah yeah for sure so turns out that this one wasn't and um you know it was definitely legit um did like a a zoom call they wanted to talk with me and Pumbaa and so we did and the rest is history so um I'm still in a fog and a daze mm-hmm. um because it's very unreal to me but I am very much so up for a challenge yeah. um, like you said you know you think it's you said you think it's important for people to put those themselves in uncomfortable situations and I think that this is definitely gonna be like something like that for me because I've never done it. I have no idea what to really expect. <laughs> um, but I think this is crazy awesome. Yeah. So. Hey, man, that's the beauty of it, though. You don't know what to expect. So enjoy it, man. Yeah. Live in the moment. Just enjoy the experience. I hope it just takes you to a whole different stratosphere. Like, I really hope that it just snowballs for you. You know, you get that show. You do, you know, other people start calling. You get something else. You get a reality show. Like, it'll be so cool. For them to chronicle your travels. And and then now, and then you can just travel. 
travel on the road with your, with, with Pumba and do a reality show. I mean, would you be up for that? I mean, I think that sounds really cool. I would definitely do that. Like a, you know, kind of like a spin off of the simple life. Like we were just talking about yeah. simple life earlier. So like, you know, it was like Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie would be like me, Pumba, and then, you know, my boyfriend. <laughs> we're like the the 2021 version of that. You right, know? right. It's a new world, you know, you got... <laughs> you got couples traveling around with pigs and vans, you know? Right. Like you said, by choice. <laughs> by that. choice, so, yeah. Yeah, it's like oh, we, we're choosing to be, you know, homeless in a way right. sometimes. Um, because I, I've been called, I was called homeless when I uh, was living full-time out of the van. Someone was being mean, but you can call me whatever you want. Yeah, it it's doesn't gonna, matter. It's not going to stop. The, yeah, it's not what people say from... you know what I mean. They don't know. They don't know any better. God forgive them. They really don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't know any better. They really don't. People well, you are... know what? I just feel like I, someone. I heard a quote. Someone said, "If I cared about what people thought about me, I'd be broke." Yep. And so it just—you can't care what people think, and you can't care what they say because. If you know you want something and it's positive and it's not hurting anyone, then go for it. Don't go let someone talk you out of it. Yeah. Life is all about transitions, man. And it's just chapters, you know, and they'll catch you at the chapter where they feel like they can get, you know, they can one up themselves to, to put you down. But then they turn around and you're on TV with Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> right? How life is. <laughs> That's how life is, though. I, mean, I think a lot of people are probably in shock, but I mean, hey, you did it your way, <laughs> right? But it, but yeah. no, to be but but on some real stuff though, it's like that's not you don't do it for that. And I know just from talking to you and you know seeing your character and who you are, you don't do it for that. But that's what it is though. That's how life is. That's why you don't shit on people. That's why you don't talk down to people because you never know what their situation is, what they're going through, and you never know where they're going, and you never know what you're gonna go through. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You, know. you never. Well, that's the whole being humble. Um, which I mean, I had to learn that. I mean, it took years of me figuring out and like, you know, humility, um, just basically, you know, gratitude is just like everything. Like it is so like, I I used to be a huge taker. I didn't know any better. I would, you know, I thought that every, I thought things were owed to me. Well, I mean, that's I a, that's a lot of millennials now. <laughs> that's that millennial stuff now, but yeah, I get it though. Yeah, but you but you grew though. You learn and you grew and you, you you know you're better for it now. You're better from that. But a lot of people don't I grow feel- up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, a lot go ahead. Of no, go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel that moving out to Colorado forced me to kind of figure out, you know, my life because I, I moved out there. I knew, I knew no one, but I was out there literally alone. Um, and I, 
figured it out because something in me wanted to to go through that. I don't know why, but I'm so glad I did. God, so, God led you to that, you know. Really? Absolutely. God led you to that. That's you don't question yep. it, you, you know. But listen, and and you you must have heard him speak. He must have put something in something. But you went, you did it. You got up and went and did it, and that was God. Yeah. You know, and you wouldn't be where you are now. You know. Nope. And if you're in a happy space, in a good place, and loving life, that's what you were supposed to go through. Right. That's just. Well, it was hell. <laughs> I went through some hell. <laughs> oh, I know. We all go through hell. We all go through hell. What? We all go through hell, man. I was just watching. Yeah. Um, what's the guy? His last name is Goings. David Goings, maybe something, something like that. I don't know. He's like he used to be like an ex marine, and um, I reposted it on Instagram, and he was just saying like, you know, everybody has their shit. You know, it's just some people are able to disguise it and dress it up a little bit more than others, but everyone that you talk to has their shit. But they'll make you feel yeah. like you're the only one that has your shit, and you're not you're not good enough. You're not enough. You know what I'm saying? But they're over there dealing with some crap that they don't want anybody to know about either. You know? And that's just what it is, man. We all go through it, you know? And you have to go through it. And you got to just hear hear God talk to you, hear your calling, find your purpose, your passion, and just go for it, you know? You don't know why you popped up and wanted a van. Something just put it in you when you saw that couple. And it's like, that's me. Right? Well, actually, what started my infatuation with uh, with vans, um, I so when I was a teenager, um, my parents, they owned some houses in like this college little, you know, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And um, I started living in one of the houses uh, with one of my sisters. That's where she lived when she went to college. But anyway... Um, I started kind of living there and my mom moved in so I could go to school um, in Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had to have a, like a residence, okay, like an address there. Yeah. I couldn't, because in Tuskegee, they wouldn't allow me to go to school in Auburn. So I moved to Auburn just to go to you talk high about school. High school. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. High school, middle school. Um, so I moved there and... Um, I remember it was me and one of my friends. We would, you know, we would go into the little cul-de-sac and there was someone that had a, a VW. A, the a old Volkswagen. VW, yeah. yeah. And we were so just like obsessed with this van. So that kind of started it, you know, yeah. like my infatuation with, with a van. I, and I just, <laughs> it's weird how that happens. Like you just, you see something and you're like, your mind just starts you're growing like, like yeah. 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 Vans have personality themselves, man. It's, it's so much you can do with it. It's just cool, you know? It's like a it's like a, a mobile getaway. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's my little it's my little um you know, sanctuary. Yeah. Um I like to go in there. I call it my office. I mean, it really I've definitely had some very special, you know, moments in there to like really find myself and Right. Um, yeah, and my van's name is Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear and Sugar Mama. <laughs> I feel like a Sugar Mama how much I'm on the van and 
Yeah, I am sugar mama. <laughs> so, I, so how many um how many states have you gone to? Like how many and what's the coolest place that you visited in your van? Oof. Well, I went all the way to Canada in there. So that was cool. Oh, um, wow. From Colorado? Yep. I took wow. I broke it up. I actually would leave it and fly so I could like be back in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So like it was like this whole thing because I, I knew I wouldn't be able to do it um, straight. So I had to like take my time and, and keep going back. Okay. But I just would leave my van, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I had two cars at the time. I had a truck, a pickup truck. So I would leave my van, go back, and then come back. And I did it for about two months until I made it all the way. Oh, wow. Then how long did you stay in Canada? Just a few days. Few days? Okay. Um, I've I've been to I've been to that part of Canada before, but I was like something got in my head. You know how cool would it be to drive a van yeah. <laughs> there? So I did. So what's your what's your next trip? What are you thinking? Well, um, next big trip is um, you know the road trip to to Southern California. Um, oh, okay. Uh, and do you still want to live out there? Do you still want to move out there to California? Uh, well, this is for the television show. That's for the show. Okay. Gotcha. But, um, you know, I, I honestly, I don't want to, I don't want to really live. I don't think, um, well, I've always wanted, I've always wanted multiple, uh, residences yeah. and, you know, or just, or just the ability to, to move like, kind of like, you know, with a van, I mean, yeah. whatever, um, I've been to a lot of the states. It's probably easier. I haven't been to Maine. Okay. Uh, I haven't been to Vermont. Um, haven't been to the Dakotas. Okay. I would say my favorite state in the in the mainland because Hawaii is just. Have you been no, to Hawaii? Hawaii, yeah, no. Hawaii is incredible. There's so much that's just incredible about Hawaii, like. I've been to most of most of the islands, all of them, but um, Montana was beautiful. Like the sky, the sunset, sunrises. I mean, I, it was like nothing I'd ever really seen. Like it was so beautiful. Like just wide open. Yeah. I didn't like how many animals. Like you could you could hit like an animal at any moment, and I saw like a big scary moose up there oh my it's god like, and they're just out there just roaming around like squirrels a lot of <laughs> life up there, yeah. oh my god and, and are they used to people like they don't bother you well I, I saw this really big moose i think it was like i was i was either in montana or canada but it's almost i'm not gonna lie I almost like messed like i almost went to the bathroom on myself when i saw it <laughs> Oh my god! You were out of the car when you saw it. No, I was in the van, and it, it was in the middle of. It was like I think it was as tall as the van. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. I was there's there's a little video on Instagram going around. You got this big old moose that's like walking in the median of the road. Like he's huge. I yeah, that would. I mean, scary. If, yeah, if you hit that thing, you probably total your car. Absolutely, or like. I just didn't want it like charging at my car. You right. never know. 
with an animal. Yeah. That big yeah. thing could probably make your fan topple over. Right. With the, with the, with the, yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about um the Maxim, the Maxim cover contest that you, oh, yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, you, I'm pretty sure, cause I, I, I read that you basically said you had to step out of your comfort zone for that. So that was another thing. You faced your fear, you went for it, and you actually got to what, the third round? So I got to the quarterfinals. Okay. Um, which uh there was like a ton of little like elimination rounds and then it went to like the quarterfinals. So I made it to the quarterfinals um and placed like third. Okay. Um but yeah, I mean I'm I'm pretty competitive, so I wanted to win. But it's okay that I didn't because I learned, I learned a lot. I learned, you know, honestly, I think it was a lesson um, to show me who really like kind of is like supportive in my life and who's not, because it's kind of funny, you know, there were certain people (laughs) because, you know, it's crazy is that they the system, the way that it was set up, yeah. you could see who voted for you. Yeah. You could see like who was doing the vote free or, or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I was honestly just like asking for uh, like people to do the free vote. And yeah. all you had to do was have like a Facebook account. And I had people that didn't even know me creating Facebook accounts just so they could vote for me. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of crazy how everything you read is like, People will be more supportive of you that uh, people that don't know you. That don't know you. I was and, laughing when oh. you were saying that because me and my cousin were just talking about that, man. And you know what it is. And it could be multiple things. But I think one of the main things that it is with people that know you, that like really know you, you might have grown up with them. They come from where you come from. It's like a slap in the face to them because you guys rose up out of the same environment you came from the same environment but you went for yours and you're doing things and they're probably still standing where you left them and it's a slap in the face to them and it's like dang i'm still here they're out there doing what i didn't have the courage to do the know-how to do or whatever it is but it's a slap in the face to them so they're reluctant to support your elevation even higher than where you've gone from them and away from them. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that because people are so envious, man. And, and, and especially in this day and age where everybody wants to be famous, everybody wants to be known, everybody wants to be seen. You know, there's still some people out there that, that are cool, living a simple life and just want to go to work, go home. But a lot of people want to be famous. They want to be known for something. So when they see you living your dreams, happy, don't know how you did it, don't know what you went through, don't know the hell that you went through, the lows that you've been through, the times that you were depressed, you know what I'm saying? The times you didn't have it, they don't know any of that. All they see is what you're showing them. And it's like they're envious of it, but they have no idea what you've gone through. And then they didn't have the courage, the balls, or the guts to go and do it themselves. And now, for lack of a better word, they hate on you 
because you did and you're doing and they don't know if you're in a better place than they are but what it looks like to them it you are and they hate it it makes them feel a certain way they feel weird about it because they know uh-huh. that they could have been there or been doing whatever they had dreams of doing and they're not doing it and then there's some people that just hate period they might not even want to be doing what you're doing but they're not going to support you and help you get to where you're going. I don't get, I don't get it, man. Well, I'm glad I learned like who flat out wasn't going to support me because I, there was like a few people I specifically asked to vote for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was a test. Like, like I was, it actually was a great test yeah. and oh, people failed. Yeah. And 95% it, will. And it, it's good for me that they failed, I guess, because now I know where we stand. Exactly. And so, you know, but like my boyfriend's so funny because he was, he get, he gives really good advice because um, he basically was like, well, Narvi, you know, don't just write certain people off because maybe the next time they'll be there. But I guess there's something, you know, how do I put this? You want to feel like people are there for you Always. at your love point too, and not that they're just coming in when things are good for you. Because like, I was at a very, very below zero. Like, and I have people that were there for me then who loved me, who believed in me, who yep. didn't put me down, who didn't make fun of me. Yep. Um. So those people I remember, but trust me, there was a lot of people just making fun of me and I don't know, like it was weird. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, well, you, make you, fun of you me hear the want. whispers, <laughs> you hear the whispers, even when you don't hear the whispers, you feel it, you know it, you know what I mean? Like, you know it. And it's crazy. It's so crazy that people do that. And I just don't get it, man. Like, you, you know, and it's the thing, like, you don't, you don't know me from anyone, right? And, no. and I like, I, I actually love what you're doing. Like, I really, cause like, here's the thing. I love what you're doing because I, I told my wife, I'm like, listen, when the kids are out the house and we're, you know, retired and we're doing what we're doing, I want to get an RV and I want to travel the country. So I, so when I see what you're doing now, I'm like, wow, I had no idea that this even existed the way you're doing it the way other van lifers are doing it. Like I had no idea. So it's intriguing to me. You know what I mean? It's cool. And I'm like, man, and I'm the type of person too. Like I like close quarters. Like I would never, I think no matter how much money I ever make, I don't think I have some big extravagant mansion because I like close quarters. I don't like to feel like I'm living in a warehouse. Right. So the van, <laughs> right. Cause I'm you would love it. You would love it. Yeah, like I find myself in close quarters. Like I small spaces, I'm most I'm the most creative. Late yes. at night, close small places, I, I feel like I'm in a womb or something. I don't know, but <laughs> yes. it's just no, it's comforting. I, I can relate. I'm a hundred percent with you. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, yeah, I could I could dig that. I could do that. Like if I was single, I would do that. I would really do that. I would like listen, I'm gonna live in a van, I'm gonna save this money. Make my money, save my money, live in this van, probably have a pet, a companion, and just travel and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, for real. Yeah. yeah. No, there's tons of people doing it. And there's people doing it that have oh, families. Right. So yeah. I, for sure. Actually, they're about to they're about to do the RV life. 
um, and three kids and a husband, and they're gonna do it. Yeah, why not? Why not, man? Why not? I agree. Yeah. Why not? In this day and age, you gotta save every little bit you can. <laughs> you never know what the hell going on out here. I agree. I think it's really important to uh, cut down your your expenses as much right. as you can. Um, right. So, and that's one thing it allowed me to do. I was able to really, you know, cut down some expenses and, um, you know, bumped my credit score. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. So like 800s. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's something that my friend and her husband are wanting to do. They want to get their, you know, they're going to sort their credit out and get it up to the 800s and all that, you know? So, yeah. I mean, you just gotta, you gotta make some strategic moves and you gotta make sacrifices. I mean, yeah, I was sleeping in a van that was partially built out, but I'm glad I did. I mean, I knew while I was going through it, I was like, this doesn't, this isn't going to last forever. Right. Yeah. Like, I know I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to get it done. Right. So. so let me ask you this. When you're, when you're traveling, do you park at like RV parks that'll give you like electricity and, and water and stuff like that? Do you do that? Is that how that works? Um, I, I do. So I've, I've done RV parks, but I've also done the, you know, I'm tired. I'm going to just pull up and park. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what's cool about the van. Yeah. Because it, it kind of like is, you know, you incognito. In. Yeah. You blend in. It's not like, oh, this person's sleeping in their van. It's like, no, it's just a car. Yeah. yeah. So like an RV, and you know, I'm not going to give out all the secrets, but you know, it's kind of like a little, you know, secret society where you know kind of where to park and not park and you figure right. it out. Yeah. There. You, you know what to do. I mean, there's like little, forums and things yeah for sure. yeah yeah, yeah. You, you, it's a community that gives you, you know you guys communicate yeah yeah, yeah but sure. um yeah i i really enjoy like um me and one of my friends we we drove all the way down to key west i wanted to drive the van like that's like a thing for me i like to drive the van places yeah. because obviously i want to like get a picture of it there or whatever right and, um, so we, we took it to Key West and Pumbaa. Okay. Um, and on the way there, I just was like, I'm tired. I just can't go any longer and pulled over. You know, it, it was a nice looking area and just went to sleep. To sleep. And no, but yeah, <laughs> I, I even saw, I think I even passed a, a couple of cop cars. I was like, well, and it was late. So I was like, Hopefully, you know, because like sometimes you hear stories where cops can come knock on the door. Yeah. Nope. Nobody messed with us. We just went to bed and then we woke up really early before anybody probably knew we were parked there. Right. So, just in and out. Right, right, right. Man, that's so cool. That, that's that, I would like to try it. I mean, I know my wife would never go for it. She's not there. Yeah, she ain't there. But I would like to try that. That, that sounds so cool, man. Y'all can rent one. I know, right? For hey, you, you're on to something. You yep. should, y'all. You should rent it, and because like my my significant other, he did not know he was gonna love it as much as he did. He was actually kind of hesitant. Yeah. And then he's he's all in now. He loves it. Yeah. I, I should make it a surprise. Like, oh, we're just gonna rent the car, and then you know, we're sleeping here. <laughs> like, um, no. We're sleeping no. right, right back there. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Like, there's no reservations, so you, you know, you can't, no. Right back there. <laughs> hey, what's up with, um, want to talk about your swim line, though? You got your, your bronze hippie, right? And so, it, so, bronze hippie is owned by bronze, my cousin. Okay. And, uh, can you see the... Yes, I can see it. Hold it up. I can, hold on, let me put you... No, 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 keep it right there. Don't hold it, don't hold it. I got you. Let me get, uh, let me get your cameo shot. There we go, now I see it. Okay, yeah. Okay. So that's that's bronze hippie. This is like a throw blanket. Okay. So um yeah, bronze hippie is a lifestyle brand that was started by my cousin and it just so happened that I like everything she was telling me about bronze hippie, I was like, I am all about this. Like this is just everything that I've been dreaming of. Like I want to you know, work with you right. in any way that I can to help with the branding. Um, and so fast forward to now, it's been about, I think about a year we've been kind of branding it. Mm-hmm. And part of it was the Narby Barbie swim line. Um, it just makes sense for me to have a swim line because I'm usually always in swimsuits. Yep. So why not just have your own swim line? And the first collection was inspired by um, tattoos that I have. So um, I have a big, you know, peace sign right here. Okay. Um, is, I mean, when you think of a hippie, you kind of think of a peace sign anyway, but um, that's used a lot on some of the swim. And then like the pig, I have pig, you know, bikini and like um, the, the, the branding, like my logo is on my leg. It's on some of the swim as well. Okay. Um, so it's growing. Um, I've got a few, um, beautiful, um, I guess you could say like ambassadors that are going to be taking some pictures and some more, more to come, like more just, it's just a, you know, process, I guess you could say. So, um, But yeah, the the bronze hippie lifestyle, I know where she wants to take it. And um, it's just, it's just uh, one of those things where we're just like building right now, kind of, I mean, it's like in the beginning stages. I'm going to throw this out there and I've thrown this out there to several people that I know that have done clothing lines and no one's taken me up on it. And Um, I really, really feel like. It would be a good angle, and I don't think it would. I don't think it would smear smear the brand. I don't think it would. You know what I mean? I don't think that people would think any less of it. This is my idea, and if I had a clothing line, which I probably will eventually, because I got ideas, and I will definitely do this. But nobody's taking me up on this. Maybe you will. What? Did you ever think about? Selling your items on Groupon. Think about it. Just think about it. When you go, uh, uh, I mean, so 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 hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You can have your website, your whole store, your online store. You could do your Instagram store, whatever you want to do, right? But think about this though, as a new brand that nobody really knows yet, like you know, masses, of course. When you go on Groupon, do you ever shop name brand? If you ever been on Groupon, like I, I've been on Groupon and I've seen little things, like I see deals like 
oh, this was such and such, and now it's 40% off, and you can get this, and you can get, you know, buy one, get one free, whatever. But do you ever find yourself, if you're ever on Groupon looking for a name brand, like brands that you know, like big brand names, you don't. You see cool stuff, and you see good deals, and you might try it because you like it. It looks good, and it's a good deal. So I'm like, I'm so curious to know if somebody, because there's brands on there that are doing well. So I'm curious to know if, if somebody that I know would even attempt to do that and just see how it goes. Like, I think that's an untapped market for a lot of people to just reach the masses because once you get them believing in it, once they get the, the brand, they get the material and they see it's good quality and it fits good and they like it, now they're going to go to your website. Because your deal is not going to be there forever and they want it again and they're going to tell people, they're going to tell their girlfriends about it and they're going to tell their friends, you know what I mean? And now they'll go to your website. What do you feel about So, that? I mean, it sounds fine to me. The only thing would be, um, I guess, the way that my cousin has her um, store set up with like the vendors, mm -hmm. you know, the people that she's getting the materials and stuff from I think it would I wonder if it would have to be a situation where you know we bought a bunch of things in bulk mm -hmm. and then put it on Groupon it's just the I mean it sounds fine it's just the logistics part of right. it that I'm not 100% sure how it would work but I mean I'm just curious yeah. I'm really curious yeah. I'm really curious to know because I don't know anybody who sells on there but I see brands on there and there's deals and they sell i want to know how how well they're selling because i really think that it could be a good way to just introduce your brand to a lot of people who, can you just get on groupon without yeah what you have to do is you go to the home page and you go down to the bottom and it says like um retailers or uh sell on groupon or something and the last time i checked it was, I think it was like mid-year. I can't even remember the year. It might have been like 2019. I looked and it said, it was like July. I checked in July and they were like, oh, retailing will be open again in January. So check back in January to basically submit. So, okay. Yeah, it's simple. You just go in there and fill the forms out and do what you got to do. Well, I'll look into it and I'll let you know if we do it because it doesn't sound like, you know, like why not? Because one thing's for damn sure, swimsuits can get expensive. And if you can get on, on there and give people a good deal with your Narvi Barbie swimsuits, people will buy it. They will buy no, it. No, I like, I like it. I like, yeah, I mean, I think Groupon's great. I used to be kind of addicted to it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I think it sounds good. It just would be, it would be like the... The only issue I could see is something to do with um, the vendor or whatever. Cause I, and more than likely, there's probably a way around it, but I'd have to talk with um, my other half about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anything yeah. can be worked out. It's just all about the logistics, like you said. So, yeah, I'm just curious. I just wanted to throw that out there because I've told several people, but no one ever takes, you know, they never take the time to do it, but... Yeah, it doesn't sound doesn't sound crazy to me. I'm always about just sharing ideas. You know, if I feel like I can help out and give you an idea that may spark something, man, I tell you, regardless if you take it or not, it's like that's just who I am. You know, I'm gonna support. I'm gonna. I think that's important. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Now, um, I want to ask you a question. Okay. First and foremost, I want to recap with the audience. So, listen. <laughs> she dropped some gems earlier about basically uh, getting, like, influencing influencer deals and stuff like that and working with uh, brands and things like that. And it's strictly off of her being herself and having an interesting timeline, an interesting feed on her Instagram her account, right? Yeah. So that's, listen, I just want to say that to, to the viewers and to anybody that's going to take the time to watch this, that just be yourself and post interesting things that are relevant to your brand. Stick to who you are and what you do. If you're running a business, everything needs to be relevant to your brand, to your business. And then people will come and seek you out. But if you're all over the place, just posting random shit, trying to get likes, because that's what most people do. They, they get off course because they, they, they're searching for the likes. They're searching for the likes. They're not getting the engagement they want. You're not, you're not you're never gonna get the engagement if you just start posting random stuff and it makes no sense. Especially if you're a brand or a business. It makes no sense. So I just wanna say keep it simple, be you, and make it interesting. Show your show your life, show your story, show whatever it is you you know you're doing, make it interesting and people will come. I just wanted to say that because I thought about that when you were saying, you know, you were talking about it. I'm like, it's it's really that simple, but you gotta stick it out, you know, and you gotta put the work in and just, you know. Get the right shots, make it interesting, and people will come. You're about to be uh, on TV because of your Instagram. I know it's crazy. Um, oh. I'm still in shock about it. I'm gonna be in shock, I believe, until I'm just like back, you know, off the road and settled. And yeah, but it's an it's an amazing experience. I, I know my mom is definitely watching and you know excited um we were actually supposed to go on the price is right so oh, wow. um, but then covid happened and um oh, dang that was a cool memory man so i mean i'm just taking it day by day and like you said just staying consistent with the brand yeah. and i think I think something that's important to to add is that, you know, yes, stay true to you and be consistent, but, you know, do know, I mean, evolving is always, you know, inevitable. You have to evolve. You ha you can't just yeah. stay, you know what I mean? So, um, but I think that's the whole branding thing. I, I do feel a lot of people have, they might struggle with branding. I, I actually learned a lot when I was at uh, UC Denver, okay. uh, getting my MB, like working on my MBA. Yeah. Um, it was a one of my favorite classes. Uh, a, a gentleman came in and and it was on personal branding, and he talked about how <clears throat> he grew up. He's a uh, he was Korean. He's Korean, so he didn't speak any English. Mm. And every day before school, he was saying how he started, you know, if everyone's starting at zero, he was starting at negative, you know, right. five. He couldn't speak English. And so he was learning how to speak English before he could go to, you know, before going to school. Right. And fast forward, you know, 20 years later, that's part of his personal brand that he couldn't speak English. And he is now a, you know, a speaker, like a right. professional 
you know, like yeah. public speaker. Right. And he can even, and I mean, when you hear him, he sounds, you know, clear. Yeah. Oh, but that just was such an amazing story. And it just goes to show you, like, you can, you can, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. I mean, well, I know a lot of people don't think that. And I know a lot. Uh, yeah, but you can. I mean, if you if you have a able mind, like I, I think you can really do it. Yeah, absolutely. And patience, man. It really it just endure. Patience is a mother. Patience is is not easy. It's not easy. Is you know, and it, and it comes down to faith. It just comes down to faith. I don't care what you believe in. If you don't believe in God, if you don't believe in or whoever you believe in, you still got to have some type of faith. And that's to just believe in the unseen, man, and just know, just know you put the work in, you put your head to the ground, put that work in. When you look up, you're going to be like, wow, you're going to be amazed at where you are because you trust the process and you weren't focused on, you know, oh, I got to get to the money or I got to get this or I'm worried about fame. You know, just do what you do best and trust me that money will come or whatever it is you want that it will come. It will come. So, yeah. And and also, too, when you said you talk about evolution, you know, evolving. Yeah. Evolve and let people see your evolution instead of drastically just changing overnight and trying to I'm going this direction now. That's how you lose people. You know what I mean? Because they know it's a it's just a effort. It's like, oh, I I got ADD and I'm going to do this now, you know, and that's kind of what it is. You lose people. So. And I have ADD, so <laughs> I think I'm borderline too. <laughs> I be all over the place, you know. I just try to control it. But hey, me too. Yeah, I, I try to control it, man. It's a struggle. <laughs> it's a struggle. I'm here with you, sister. I'm here with you. <laughs> but hey, in closing, I want to do kind of like a self analysis thing. I started this on my last episode. I want to ask you, and this could be anything. This could be your personal life. Uh, this could be business, whatever. What What's one thing you feel that you could do better to achieve what you want to achieve in life, or in business, or love, or whatever it is? What's one thing that could just jumps out at you? Well, this one thing applies to love, business, my life, <laughs> everything. Because I got to get it together. I just need to be uh more organized with like the time management sometimes because like I take so many vitamins and stuff and like it's like a whole thing and sometimes my boyfriend's like he's like I love you but like you know can we just go to the gym does it have to take an hour for us you know what I mean so like <laughs> yeah. I'm doing like my little you know little drinks and my little collagen and my little this. So I feel like I need to get that better organized. I need to streamline that process. Right. Like ASAP. (laughs) So I've always kind of struggled with, I mean, it's kind of one of those like generational curses. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a thing. That's, that's a real thing. You know, it's, it's learned behavior. It's just learned behavior. And, 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 you know, you grow up around people who have the same habits and you take your time or you get distracted or whatever. It's just all about time management. Trust me, man. You're not alone. I struggle with it, too. I struggle with it, too. And it's crazy because I'll say it to myself every day, like, man, I got to get organized. I got to do this. I do. And I still don't do it. (laughs) 
you know, it's a struggle. Like I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Like I got a planner. I'll write stuff out, but there's still so much more I need. Okay. What it is, is you can write it all out, but you still got to have a system, you know, like, okay, today I'm going to do my top three things. It might be two other things that could fall by the wayside and, and be pushed tomorrow if I don't get there. You know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Just have a system, like know what you're going to do, how much you're going to try to accomplish. And if you don't accomplish this, don't feel bad about it. Because that used to be my thing. I have like 50 million things on my plate for the day and I get like four of them done. And then I feel like guilt. I'm, I'm mad because I didn't get all the other stuff done. But you just never know what your day is going to bring. You never know what life is going to bring. So it's not going right. to be the road, you know the path that you thought you were going to take at all times, you know? So that's my thing too. So cool, 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 cool. Yes. Self-analysis is always good. Own it. Yeah. Own it. Yes. Self- <laughs> yeah. Self-analysis is extremely important. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I like to always ask that because we all could do something better, you know? So yeah. Cool. Well, listen, I really appreciate your time. I really enjoy watching your feed, watching your life and seeing what you're Thanks. doing. Um, loving the pig, Pumba sunflower. Loving the pig, man. Thank you. Keep oh, he's passed out. He's he's happy. He's right keep, here asleep. Keep Pumba strong. Keep loving on him, man. I love it. I yes, yes, yes. But yeah, man. I um I will be supporting you. You got a fan for life. I'll be supporting you. Um, I'm a fan. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> And as soon as you can let us know more about the TV show, I'm sure you will. So I'll definitely be supporting that. I'll be watching, rooting you on, man. So yeah, Absolutely. that's cool. God is good. Yes. God yes, good. all the time. Yes. Anybody out there who's th- ever thinking about being a van lifer, hit her up in the DMs if you got questions. <laughs> She's doing her thing, man. I love it. I love it. But listen, listen, y'all. Kicking a cool card. This is episode 84. Another one in the bag. I will be back every week, Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You never know who I might have. I'll keep bringing you these gems, keep bringing you these great guests. Just like Narvi Barbie, y'all. I'm telling you, I, I have the greatest guests, man. We have a good time on here. Great, great conversations. It's not interviews. We're really just having some cool conversations, just kicking it, you know? And I um, hope that uh, you can get some gems that are dropped and uh, you can help yourself with them. Yeah. So until next time, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Narvi, I thank you. We all thank you. We appreciate you. You You have a good night. God bless. And we out of here, y'all. Peace and love.